2: welcome back now this is the podcast where i talk about all things customer service from the customer to the corporation and everything in between but before i get started i gotta say thank you to everyone for all your support for the podcast thank you for all the likes shares comments downloads i appreciate it I only say it every episode because I mean it every episode. And if you don't already follow me on Facebook and Instagram, make sure you do so at Real Work Stories Podcast. That's where you're going to find out about topics, episodes, snippets, discussions, and more. And today, I think I want to tell the story about the time I accidentally shut down my department for like, I don't know, two hours. So let's take a trip back in time back to this crazy cell phone company I keep telling y'all about and this agent of chaos. So one day, this spring idiot is on a power trip. Now, it's crazy because for for this particular day, by the time I had even gotten to work, like The other supervisors that worked the earlier shifts than me were already warning me. And the other people that came in with me, like, yo, chaos is on one today. Keep your head down. Do your job. Stay out of his line of sight. Which, now that I think about it, first of all, this shouldn't be a thing. There should never be a situation where people are coming into work and have to worry about upper managers having a bad day. And that they're gonna take it out on us when they're having a bad day. Like, that that should have been a red flag and I should have been looking for a new job even back at this point. But I was young, I didn't know any better. But don't don't know. If if your ability to have a good day at work is going to be based on how good of a day your manager is having. You you might need to find a new place of employment. Because that's that's just ignorant. Like no. you The same way customers shouldn't be able to crap on my day. Because they're having a bad day. Upper management shouldn't be able to do that either. But that's another soapbox for another day. Anyway. So. Like I said. So they're telling us that chaos is on one day. Stay out of his line of sight. So. Just like they said, I come into work, I sit on at my desk, put my head down, start doing my job. And, you know, for a while, the day is going normally. Now at this point, um I'm working at this, in the in the department I'm in, I'm I'm supervising, but um we had this special role where all the supervisors used to sit in, right? And we called it the Resolution Desk because, you know, we're, we're the supervisors. We provide resolutions, get it, and this is the desk where we sit at, Resolution Desk. Okay, so in order for people to reach us, you know, there was this little code they had to dial on the phone, and it'll connect them to, you know, whatever supervisors is available. So I get this call from someone who's... Uh, fairly new to the building and the only reason I knew that this person was new is because they don't know all the little tricks and stuff to get stuff to work the way it's supposed to. You see, like when you work in these little hood red ghetto call centers like I used to work in systems shut down sometimes two, three times a day you gotta know how to work around it because you, you can report it to IT all you want they ain't gonna do nothing about it because it's just a dude in the office eating Pop-Tarts, he ain't gonna really do nothing. Anyway, um so we had this one system and it would crash usually once a day usually once a day it's going to crash on you um like I said you just got to kind of know how to fix it on the fly so anyway so I get the call from this agent and she's like yo like my system just crashed I don't know what to do can somebody help me out so I'm like yeah like what exactly happened? So she describes what happened, and I'm like, ah, don't worry, I'll show you how to fix it. Like, click here, click here, click here, and that'll 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 restart. So she's like, I don't see the second one that you said to click on. I'm like, okay, all right, I got another way. Look, do this, do this, you know, press these keys, blah blah blah, boom, that should work. I don't know what that is. I'm like, oh gosh. So, I tried like, you know, I think I tried like three or four different ways to help her out. Still ain't working. So, I had this idea. I said, Look, here's what I'm gonna do stand up so I can see where you're sitting. At. So, she stands up. I tell her to wave her hands so I can make sure I'm looking at the right person. I'm like, Is that you in the green shirt? She was like, Yeah, cool. I said, Here's what we're gonna do. I said, do not hang up this line. Stay on the phone with me. I'm going to run to your desk, show you what to do. Stay on the line. She's like, cool. So I put my headset down. I locked my computer. I run to her desk, which, mind you, is about three-fourths of the way through this call center. Oh, yeah. And did I mention that the row that I sit on, we're like right at the front. Like the first row of desks you see when you hit the production floor, like that's where we would sit at. At this point, because we changed areas so many times. But she's like three quarters of the way to the back of the building. So I got to like, haul tail to get down to her desk. So I get to her desk. It takes me all of like 45 seconds. And that's only because I did it slow to show her what I did. So she'll know, all right, just follow me here. So after I show her what to do, I'm on my way back to my desk. and I mean, real talk, all together. I couldn't have been gone no longer than like three minutes. And on the way back to my desk, I get stopped by not one, but two other upper level managers. And they're like, Hey, um, I noticed you, you left your desk. Is there a reason? So I explained to both of them. Look, I tried to walk this person through how to fix the system y'all know it freezes every day she wasn't getting it so I told her to stay on the line while I ran to her desk show her how to do it and Now I'm back to my desk literally explained the same thing to two different managers they're like oh okay cool that makes sense hurry up get back to your desk cause KO's okay, still on one I'm like alright cool so I'm going back to my desk and as I'm turning the corner who do I almost bump into Chaos. And what million dollar question does he ask? You already know. Why are you out of your desk? Now, let me tell you a little bit more about chaos and the type of idiot that he is. So chaos is about 6'3", mm, 6'4", something like that. I would say he's abnormally tall. That's just me. You know, I think he's above the normal height, you know. Me, on the other hand, I'm like 5'11". So, if he's standing right in front of me, like, he would literally look down at me, which was definitely a part of his way to try to, like, intimidate people. But I'm I'm a little hood, y'all. I chop trees down, so his height really don't matter to me. But that's irrelevant. Um... And like I said, what he would do is he he would get really up close to people and, like, look down at you while he's talking, and he would try to, like, you know, square his shoulders up and make his voice, you know, sound all deep and try to project his voice loud so other people can hear what he's saying. It it was all just a part of this big intimidation bluff because he was softening a wet paper bag. But I'm like dude, don't, please don't try to show off. At least that's what I'm thinking in my head. But while I'm even thinking about this, just the fact that I even had to describe that him, you know, trying to square his shoulders up and stuff like that. Hear me very clearly. If you don't hear nothing else I say on this podcast, do not let anybody try to intimidate you like that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Chuck. I guarantee you that whatever company you work for, they do not pay you enough for you to be harassed like that by somebody who's, you know, got a higher title or a higher position than you. Nah, you you don't get paid enough for that. Move on. Just cut your losses. Tell them you'll be back on Friday to pick up your last check. Because, no, we we don't do that. We ain't doing that. And I wish I'd have known this back then because i wouldn't i wouldn't have tolerated it back then but like i said i was young i was a little silly back then don't judge me so anyway um so anyway so i i i I kindly try my hardest to explain to him because if if you listen to anything i've said about chaos in the past chaos really don't know nothing about how this system works So why he's even in the position he's in, I still did not quite understand because he wasn't Um, Anyway, I tried to go slow, and I explained to him, hey, this is why I left my desk. Now, mind you, the time for me to get up from my desk to go help this person and come back.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
2: It was probably less than three minutes, because like I said, I was tailing it to her desk. I tailed it back. The only reason it took me three minutes is because I got stopped by two other managers that I had to explain this whole situation to. Okay, now because chaos has now stopped me, I've now been out out of out of my desk for probably about five minutes now. All right, I just I just want to show you how fast this this is unraveling. Okay, so I again I explained to him why. Um, i left my desk and that the other two managers agree that it was a perfectly logical reason for me to do it and i even show him my phone and i'm like look the the, the agent is still on my phone now he, here's the thing in case you don't quite understand this whole situation of why i told her to stay on the phone with me if my phone line is occupied i cannot take another phone call so realistically it doesn't matter if I'm physically sitting at my desk or if I left my desk because if if that agent is still on my line I can't get another phone call either way but from a productivity standpoint wouldn't it be better for me to solve a problem in three minutes than for me to keep trying to solve the same problem for like 15 minutes I'm just saying if the goal is for me to be taking more calls wouldn't it be better for me to figure out a way to solve this the best way the fastest way anyway i'm sorry i just my brain works a little different from people so (laughs) like this is why the other two managers agreed with me because they were like oh yeah that actually makes perfect sense chaos on the other hand is this dude is dumbing in a sack of bricks he don't understand nothing past what his like beyond his nose like he he he's slow okay just his elevator don't go all the way to the top he a couple french fries short of a happy meal if you know what i'm saying if you don't get it um you just don't get it, all right? Anyway, so Chaos is now just basically just standing there looking at me with the deer and headlights look. Then, after he, you know, finishes processing what I'm saying and the wheels stop turning, and he comes out of his mouth to say, at probably near the top of his vocal
1: range
2: don't ever get up from your desk you don't ever need to get up unless you're going on break or lunch you need to be logged in there is no reason for you to be out of your desk like just at the i'm telling you it was almost at the top of his lungs dude is trying to go off on me okay now me and all of my all of my calmness and in all of the passiveness that I can muster. I'm just looking at him like. Are you done? Are are you done? Or are you gonna blow this up? Now, I haven't said this to him. I'm just thinking it like, is is he done? Because this is just stupid. So then, and here's where it gets fun. So because Chaos is in such an uproar, because he is so angry. At what has transpired. He tells not only me. But all of the other supervisors. That are still at work. To log out. Just all together. Just log all the way out. Because we were going to have an emergency meeting. So. As if it wasn't bad enough. That I don't know. Maybe it was like. Eight or ten of us. At this particular time. Because there's still a couple people from like. Um. The morning shift that are like literally on like their last call. They about to leave. Um, the midday shift is still in, and then of course you got the night crew coming in. So I want to say maybe it was about eight or ten of us. He tells everybody to log out. Like I said, it's an emergency meeting. We need to discuss this right now. <laughs> so everybody logs out. Now, mind you, again, you have let's say 10, we'll we'll just go with the high number. Let's say it was ten of us there you've got 10 supervisors trying to answer questions and you know take escalated phone calls for about uh, maybe 200 250 agents yeah you do the math and figure out how many calls we're taking if there's 250 agents and 10 of us that way outnumbered it was bad enough when all of us are on the phones and we're just busy now you tell everybody to log off okay. So now that means your 250 agents that you have in this building that have questions, that need help, that need overrides, all this stuff, none of that can get done. At least until we log back in. So anyway, so he logs out. Like I said, now he's he's slamming his briefcase on the desk. And he is still just making a fuss. Um, You don't have any business being logged out or being out of your desk unless you're on break or on lunch. Like, there's absolutely no reason for you to be answering questions at people's desks. Like, uh, you know what? Just stay here logged off until I come back. We're going to finish this. And he storms out the door, right? So now we all sitting there looking at each other. Number one, trying not to laugh like, somebody come get this guy a pacifier. Because clearly he is a toddler having a temper tantrum like, okay, let's say this is as problematic as you say it is, which it's not. But let's say it is. Did you really think that yelling across the production floor, loud enough for customers to hear you yelling was very productive? I'm sorry, I'm just trying to piece together which part of this sounded like a good idea when he started it, and none of it is, because this is why i call him chaos okay because that's all he's able to do is cause chaos he's he's literally good for absolutely nothing else so in case you were wondering literally every minute that we are logged out like i said you got agents who are not getting questions answered um, customers who want to talk to supervisors can't talk to supervisors we not you know um, we can't do overrides for phones, you know, prices. None of that's All the special stuff we do, we can't do none of that because we're all logged out. Then, this intelligent imbecile gets into his car and drives off. <laughs> we watch him drive away. So we're just like, Okay. Now, because I am such a good employee, and I want to make sure that I'm being compliant with what my upper level management has instructed me to do. Me and everybody else just stayed logged off. Now, let, let me let me clarify something here. Logged off is not the same as clocked out. So I am still clocked in. I am on the clock. I am still making money. I'm just not doing any work. Because I've been instructed to not log in. Until Chaos comes back. To finish this conversation. Which he drove off. So we sat there for. Not one. But. Two hours. It took two hours. For the building to fall into utter chaos because no one can get help like I said no, nothing is actually getting done so finally <laughs> one of the managers that answers directly to chaos comes over to us and he's like what in the Betty boop are y'all doing over here waiting for chaos to come back to finish this meet. he told us not to log back in until he came back so we've been waiting for him to come back Even though we all watched him drive away. But that ain't none of my business. So. (laughs) He calls Chaos. And Chaos is getting his ear chewed out. By his manager. Because they're trying to figure out like. Hey. Why does it seem like business has stopped in your sight? Something is going on. These numbers look way funny. Like, What is happening here? Chaos is like. Oh crap. So now he has to make all these phone calls and make all these corrections because yeah you told us to log off and wait for you to come back and then you never came back idiot. So long story short after that like I said one of the managers that answers directly to him he comes running back to our section and he's like okay look Chaos is gone for today. Don't pay him no attention. Y'all go ahead and sign back in. But at this point, because these two hours have gone by, um, half of us have break to go to. The other half of us have lunch to go to. So you know what's going to happen? You're now going to be here for even longer without anybody at your desk. Except this time, I'm actually authorized to leave my desk, okay? All right, yeah. Next time Chaos wants to start some confusion and some foolishness, tell him to think the whole process through before he decides to get in his car and leave. But then again, this this is why we call him chaos, because that's all he's good for. It's causing chaos. And I don't even know how else I can express this. Don't let somebody treat you like that at work. Like I said, I guarantee you, you do not get paid enough to deal with that, okay? All right. But look, it has been another episode of the Real Work Stories podcast. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Peace.